Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high old silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Oh, Silver, let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Among the outposts which the army maintained in the southwestern desert during the 1870s, none was more isolated than Fort Fuller. Originally a Spanish stronghold, it was as much a prison as a defense work. Within the lofty walls of sun-baked brick, the little garrison now stood too deep all faces toward the flag. It was time for retreat and a sunset gun. On an emplacement above the gate, Fort Fuller's single cannon rolled back into position, charged and ready. Private Mike Mason bent over its breach. The colors came down, the garrison broke ranks, and one of the men hurried forward to meet Private Mason at the foot of the gun platform. Hey, Mike, you old coyote. Slick Howard. What are you doing here? Just got in from Fort Gray with an escort party. We uh, got you an Indian agent, and that money the Comanche's got coming. 
10,000 gold. All that dinero for those redskins. If I had any part of it, I'd go over the hill. Would I? I've been trying to get a bobtail discharge. Hmm. It'd serve you right if he had to stay here in Dolby's dungeon. Joining the army was your idea, sweetie. Well, it was a good way to dodge the law when we broke jail back east. Hmm. What, uh, what they got you doing, Mike? Everything. I'm the gunner, the farrier, the whole ordnance corps. Yeah? Hammer out horseshoes all day. Shoot off old Rusty at retreat. Then I go back to the blacksmith shop and reload cartridges till midnight. Till midnight? How's that? Well, I'm on extra duty for swiping liquor from the store. Yeah. Let's grab something worthwhile, Mike. The Comanche's gold. You and your ideas. The Indian agent just tossed that money into his office like so much cornmeal. The place isn't locked. Nobody stays there but a young Comanche buck. That's tall tree. One of old Chief Ironclaw's sons. We're holding him hostage. We could knife him tonight and heist that gold without anybody being wiser. <laughs> they call you slick. We couldn't get out of this hunk of doobie with our skins, let alone the gold. I, uh, I hear some fella named Manley's going out tonight. Uh, he's a civilian scout. If you throw in with us... Ah, not him. He thinks he's a second Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger? He's the hombre in the mask who's supposed to go around tossing silver bullets into bad men. Silver bullets? <laughs> Why not gold ones, that... Say, that's it. I've got it. You're loco. You work alone in the blacksmith shop? Sure. Then yeah. I know a way to get that gold out of the fort. Thanks to the Lone Ranger. While Slick Howard unfolded his scheme, Colonel Rice, commander of Fort Fuller, was in post headquarters conferring on arrangements for the payment of the annuity money. With him was Tom Manley, young scout, and the agent, Mr. Hayward. You understand your orders, Mr. Manley? I sure do, Colonel, sir. I'm to tell Ironclaw to come in tomorrow and get his boy and the money. How soon can you start for Ironclaw's village? I'll ride soon as the moon's up. That'll get me there, son. Farewell. Anything else, sir? No, that's all, Manley. Here, look to you, Manley. Thanks, sir. Goodbye. Goodbye, Colonel Rice. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, Colonel Rice, there's an Indian in the orderly room. Indian, Mr. Haywood? The fellow I picked up on the trail to act as interpreter. He claims to have a message for you, but I don't know. Call him in. Oh, all right. Panto! You call Tonto. What's your message? Did you come from Iron Claw? Me come from white friend. Him say, tell Colonel... That Iron Claw fooled pony soldiers last year when him surrendered. Indeed. White friends say Iron Claw got plenty rifles buried. Maybe five, six hundred. Who is your friend? How does he know this? Me call friend Kimatabi. Him hear gun runner make big talk about rifles. Him finds you in caves. Burn them up. Now him look for rest the rifles. Hmm. Anything else to tell me? No, at all. Very well, you may go. Ah. I think he's lying, Colonel. I'm afraid not. The command Comanches did hide some guns. They turned in nothing but muzzle loaders. Uh, what do you propose to do? Pray, Mr. Hayward. 
Pray that Iron Claw will be satisfied when we pay the annuity and release his son. It was the following morning. The Lone Ranger was heading for a rendezvous with Tonto when he suddenly saw a man who had been attempting to drag his dust-covered body behind a sheltering rock. Oh, Silver. Oh, easy. Here, let me help you. Water. Water. Water, friend. Take it easy. Here's my canteen. Tell me, where are you hurt? My leg's broken. Horse fell, broke its leg, too. Had to shoot it. Who are you? You called me a friend a moment ago. That's cavalry. Yes, I see them. Better light out, mister. No need for that. Lieutenant James. Don't you know me, sir? I'm Manly. I know you too well, Manly. Hope I find you as dead as your horse. But I see you joined your partner. This road agent, my partner? He just happened along. And being a big-hearted bandit, he stopped to give you a first aid. <laughs> I tell you, sir, I don't know this mask, man. Why lie? You passed him the gold, and it's there in his saddlebag. You'll find no gold in my saddlebag. I arrest you, Tom Manley, for murder and robbery. And you, John Doe, for being an accessory after the fact. Me, a murderer? You're worse than that, Manley. When you killed Tall Tree last night and stole the Comanche gold, you invited the worst Indian massacre in history. <laughs> The gold gone? Yes. Lieutenant, that engine tractor we had with us is missing. He's going to tell Ironclaw what's happened. Now we can expect the worst. I can't help you as a prisoner. Here's a list. Get his gun, Sergeant. Grab that horse. Hold her on fire. Oh, you won't. No. A few hours after Tom Manley's arrest, the officer of the day at Fort Fuller strode into headquarters. He opened the door to Colonel Rice's office. Well, Captain? It's about Manley, sir. His leg has been set. He's in the guardhouse. Does he still maintain that he's innocent? He does, sir, even though he realizes that it'll gain him nothing. As I understand it, Tall Tree was killed sometime between Taps and Moonrise. Yes, sir. Manley was passed through the gate at Moonrise. When was the crime discovered? About midnight, sir. Sergeant of the guard happened to pass the agency office and saw a tall tree lying in the doorway. He summoned you? Yes, sir. Manley was the only one who had left the fort. I sent Lieutenant James and some men to get him. Go on. We've searched the fort inch by inch. The gold can't possibly be hidden here, sir. In your opinion, Manley's guilty? Yes, sir. But his masked friend got away with the gold. We could run him down. Oh, the situation won't permit of an extensive search. What do you propose to do, Colonel? The only thing possible. I'll commandeer a thousand head of cattle from Rancho Rojo, offer the herd to the Comanches in place of the annuity payment. You're risking a court-martial, sir. That doesn't matter. The Indians need meat more than money. Ironclaw won't be satisfied with that, sir. His son is dead. I'll give him the life of a man who was dear as a son to me. You mean that... I mean to hang Tom Manley. And Chief Ironclaw, if he chooses, shall set the date of the execution and be a witness. I'm sorry, sir. He saved my life once. He... Uh, No more of that. Get me that Indian, Tonto. Can he be trusted, sir? We have to trust him. He's the only man left who stands any chance of reaching Ironclaw with my offer. 
Late that afternoon, the Lone Ranger rode into a long abandoned target range on the edge of the Fort Fuller Reservation. It was the one place in the neighborhood of the fort that offered cover, and the masked man previously had picked it out as a point of contact with Tonto. He found the Indian squatting beside his paint horse scout. You're ahead of me, huh, Tonto? Uh-huh. And he looked round here. Meant he cannonball and ground. Yes, they were fired in practice years ago. But, Tonto, I have some good news. I found the rest of the hidden rifles. Oh, that's plenty good. Uh, what you do with rifles? Burn them. Comanches know this? Their scouts went to investigate the smoke. Oh. Me on way now with message for Iron Claw. Oh? What is it? Uh, Colonel say, Colonel Chief, him hang murder of tall tree and give tribe big herd of cattle. Iron Claw can't ask more than that. Me know. Him make war once because government cheat him. Him hide rifles because him expect to be cheated again. Well, now that I've destroyed those weapons, I mean to see that Colonel Rice keeps his word. Maybe him hang wrong man. I was with Manley when the soldiers captured and accused him. Soldiers think you get gold. Then the gold hasn't been found? No. Soldier look everywhere in fort. Long trail. Not find it. What was it taken for? Cannon. Soldier fire salute. Sunset gun. What's that? Look, Otto. A cannonball right there. Ah, me see it. That cannon fired a solid shot. That may be strange. Yes. No wonder the old gun didn't blow apart. Just a minute, Tonto. Let's have a look at that cannonball. What matter? Made a funny sound when it struck that rock. Uh, shot got flat spot where it hit rock. And it's... Tonto, let me take your knife. Uh, yeah. Oh, thanks. This isn't like other cannonballs. I think... Tonto, look where I scratched it. It's soft. Ah, it's gold color. It is gold. Gold melted into a cannonball and painted black. The Comanche gold. And that means manly, not steel gold. At least it means that more than one man's involved. Toto, deliver your message to Iron Claw, then hurry back to the fort. Keep an eye on the men who have anything to do with the cannon or the blacksmith shop. Oh, me savvy. You wait here for Crook to come and get gold? No, I might have to wait for days. I have a plan to force their hands. I'll get going. Uh-huh. Get him up. Come. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scene, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. After Tonto left to meet Iron Claw, the Lone Ranger disguised himself as a Mexican peon. Wearing a tattered serape and a sombrero, he shuffled timidly toward the gate of Fort Fuller until he was challenged from the wall. Oh, who goes there? They call me Jose Plutarco Valdez. Best be recognized. Sergeant of the Guard, post number one. Coming. What is it? There's a mix hombre down there at the gate. Well, keep him covered and I'll open the peephole. What's up, old man? Been chased by Indians? Buenas tardes, senor. I would wish to speak to Senor El Coronel. Colonel's busy. He can say it to me. I wish to order someone of great authority. That someone's me, Grandpa. Me, Sergeant Rudd. See, see, I've forgotten. In the army of the Americanos, it is Senor El Sargiante who wins the battle. It's true, no? It's true, yes. I won the Battle of Gettysburg practically single-handed. Senor, I am poor man. I would wish permission to dig up the old cannonballs on the desert. Jumping, John Rogers, what for? The horseshoe of Rancho Rojo, he has much need of iron. He would pay me a little, I think. You can dig up the desert from here to Death Valley for all I care. I hope you strike gold. Gracias, senor, gracias. Hey, you can't tote that junk on your back. If you haven't got a burrow, I can spare you a couple of dollars to buy one. No, senor, I do not have need of it. Gracias, mil gracias. Well, Grandpa, keep a tight hold on your scalp. Lights burned late that night at headquarters as Colonel Rice, Captain Yates, and the Indian agent awaited the return of Tonto. That Indian should be back now if he's coming back. Colonel, have you considered the possibility that he was sent here to spy on us? I'm considering it right now. No spy would have told us about the hidden rifles. Don't be too sure of that, Mr. Haywood. He may have told us just enough of the truth to gain our confidence. Well, gentlemen, if he has told you, Iron Claw, how weak we are, we'll never need to hang Tom Manley. Under those circumstances, all of us might wish that we could hang. Uh, Here, Captain. Take these things. Five cartridges. The other one is still in my revolver. I can't shoot well enough to kill Indians. And one bullet is all I need for myself. Come in. Here's the engine, sir. Very well, Sergeant. Now, Tonto. Um, me see Iron Claw. Him say you keep promise. Him keep peace. Is that all? Well, him come to fort tomorrow. Him bring ten other chiefs. See murderer die. You send cattle to Iron Claw camp in one week. Tonto slipped unnoticed out of headquarters. It was just a few minutes later when Mike Mason approached the dark recess near the stables where Slick waited. Is that you, Slick? Yeah, we're waiting here for an hour. I've been up in the guardhouse fixing the gallows. The gallows? I heard something up there that you won't like. They don't like a lot of things. What's this one? Some old Mexican is going to dig up the cannonballs in a target range for junk. You sure? He come to the gate today. Everyone's talking about it. We gotta do something, Mike. Yeah, what? Either get rid of the Mexican or move the gold to another place. You'll find it the first thing. How are we gonna get out to do it? I don't know yet, but I'll get an idea. You and your ideas. You're going to brainstorm us right up to 13 steps. Going yellow on me? No. 
But I never figured on us stirring up the engines and sticking manly with our job. I never liked him, but... It was his herd, look. Look. See that shadow against the wall? It wasn't there a second ago. It's moving. It's a man. He stopped now. What's he up to? What's that, Mike? Bobby, Mike! I got him! Bash his head! You know! Oh, stop shooting, Slick! You'll hit me! I'm shooting to get help! Sergeant the guard! Get away from here, you! Here! We got an engine for you, Sarge! Oh, it's you, Mason! Yeah, me and Howard, this red skin, shot an arrow! Some of the other men lend Mike a hand. I want to hold a lantern on the engine. Me, Tonto! Yeah, you're Tonto, all right. But I don't get the rest of it. Well, me not talk now. Here's his bow, Sergeant. Yeah. But what was he using it for? You wear chevrons. Figure it out. Where'd the arrow go, Mike? Over the wall, I guess. What's wrong, number eight? What's that gunplay? You get him? I don't know. Here comes the colonel. Tension! As you were. What's the trouble, Sergeant Rod? I can't rightly say, sir. But the way it stacks up, this Tonto is a spy. Why? He shot an arrow out of the fort. There must have been a message fastened to it because someone was waiting outside. Have anything to say for yourself, Tonto? No. Me not talk. Captain Yates. Yes, sir. Put every man in the fort under arms. Mount one squad ready to ride for help. Yes, sir. I want a volunteer to reconnoiter all approaches to the fort. I will, sir. I can't spare you, Sergeant. Here's your chance to get out of the fort, Mike. By chance. You know the country, I don't. Uh, I'll go, sir. You, Mason. You never volunteered for anything before. He captured the engine, sir. Maybe he's a better man than we figured. Then the job is yours, Mason. Get started immediately. Yes, sir. Lock this engine up. Uh, come on, Egypt. Come on. Get along there. Go on. While Tonto was being locked up, Mike Mason wormed his way across the moon-flooded sands into the old target range. Well, if I can just make it to that next bush. Cactus needles tore the hands and knees of the treacherous soldier. Sweat streaked his face, and the choking dryness of fear was in his throat. Each instant he expected the terrible war whoops of bloodthirsty Comanches to shatter the desert silence. What's that? Oh, nothing, just a rock. Gotta keep my nerve up. Gotta get that gold. Get the gold. Gotta... Whipped on by his greed... Mason finally reached the point where he knew from observation the golden cannonball had fallen. It's got to be here. It's got to be here close. He rose to one knee to study his surroundings, and then a dark form hurtled down upon him from the top of a rock. One hand snatched away his rifle. Another stifled the cry that was just behind his teeth. Oh, talk. Who are you? Uh, I'm Mike Mason. You're a white man. You can be thankful for that. What's that on your face? A mask? Does it matter to you? You came here to dig up the Comanche's gold. You're too late. You're an outlaw. You found the gold. Right over there. Then you don't want me. Let me get back to the fort. Oh, no, Mason. We're both going to the fort. A big guard room served as a cell for Tonto and Tom Manley, the condemned scout. The Indian was well aware that any moment a nervous sentry might mistake a shadow for a skulking Comanche. 
He knew, too, that Slick Howard stood outside the window waiting to shoot him if given an excuse. Still, he tried to cheer his fellow prisoner. Friend, come soon now, Manly. You've said that before, Indian. I don't believe you. Somebody come now. Why, it's Sergeant Rudden, the colonel. On your feet. Well, Tom, there's been no sign of an attack yet. I almost hope that... I take it uh, easy, Colonel. You know what it means if this proves to be a false alarm and Iron Claw comes in peaceably? I know, sir. If you'd help us capture that masked man and recover the gold, I might be able to save you. Colonel, sir, I can't. This is your last chance, Tom. Now what? Well, Corporal, you just met Mike Mason here. What does he report? He brought in a prisoner, sir. Captured his horse, too. Big white stallion. Bring the prisoner in at once. Mike's coming with him now, sir. Boy, look at that. Jumped and killed him. The master. That's the fellow who was with me on the trail, Colonel. What's he got in that saddlebag, Mason? Where'd you find him? Well, Mason, can't you talk and hold a gun on the prisoner at the same time? I... Uh, He's got buck fever. What's in that bag, prisoner? The stolen gold, Colonel. What? Then you are guilty, Tom Manley. Uh, take the bag, Colonel. Dump the contents. But that isn't money. Why, it's a cannonball. $10,000 cannonball. Cast from the half eagles you were going to give to Ironclaw. It's black. Smells of powder. Painted black so it could be hidden among the iron shot beside the cannon. At sunset, it was fired over the wall. He's lying, Colonel. It's a trick to save Manley. Stand where you are, all of you. He's got a gun. It was in his shirt. Shoot, Mason. Shoot! Mason's gun is empty, Colonel. I thought of that before I brought him in. You brought him in? Yes. He's been my prisoner right along. He cast and fired that gold ball. But I... I captured him tonight while he was trying to recover it. But how... I never could have brought him into the fort without pretending to reverse our roles. What about it, Mason? I know when I'm whipped. Then you admit your guilt? No use denying it. I made that ball and shot it. But I didn't kill Tall Tree. If you had a confederate, name him. It was all his idea. Him and his ideas. Name him, Mason, and you may save your neck. He's the one. You got him, masked man. You got Slick Howard. He was going to pluck me from that window. Once you've spoken the truth, Mason. With me dead, he'd have lied out of killing Tall Tree. Sergeant, you better look after Howard. Right. Mister... You knew what would happen. You set a trap for Howard. Man will be the master of circumstance as well as his victim, sir. Does this clear me, Colonel, sir? It certainly does, Tom. As soon as your leg mends, you'll be back in the saddle. Thanks, Colonel. Don't thank me. Got your horse, Hollow. Uh-huh. He got it. By what authority, sir, are you delivering this Indian from custody? He's done nothing, Colonel, except to help you. He communicated information to someone outside the fort. Yes, to me. Oh, then you're the white friend of whom he spoke. I am. What can you tell me about Iron Claw's rifle? But there will be no more Indian wars in this territory. You see, Iron Claw's rifles are destroyed. Destroyed? By whom? I burned them, sir. You burned government property? Yes, Colonel. I burned government property. Are you going to hold me under arrest? <laughs> you destroyed the rifles so the Indians couldn't use them against us. So they had to make peace. You found the men who murdered the chief's son and the men who stole the gold. You recovered the gold and saved Manley from execution. By George, <laughs> I'd certainly like to hold a man like you. I certainly would. I'd like to have you around permanently. Thank you, Colonel. How are you? 
<laughs> I guess, Colonel, there are a lot of people who'd like to have him around permanently. you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. 